Adelante with Arlene. Let me inspire you. Why is it that many of us are unable to be kind? The Word of God tells us in Galatians 5, 22-23, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such, there is no law. Today, on Adelante with Arlene, I'll be speaking about one of the fruit of the Spirit, kindness. Let's get started. The fruit of the Spirit, you might ask, but you just said there were more than one. You just said nine to be exact. But know this that each one of them mentioned in Galatians is one fruit. That's right. One goes with the other. Some of you may want to turn this podcast off right now. I know, I know it seems hard sometimes to be kind at all times, even in the most difficult situations, because for many of us, it does not come naturally. I understand. I understand. But one thing that we may not understand or maybe think about is the difference that it makes when we are kind, even to those who aren't kind to us. I assure you, kindness, being kind, is very liberating. It's a very liberating thing to practice. It changes the atmosphere, and it can change the way we feel and how we process other people's rudeness towards us, sometimes on a daily basis. Another letter with Arlene on YouTube. So far, I've made videos on patience, humility, love, joy, peace. But today, I, as I mentioned, will be touching on a simple word, but yet so hard for many of, us, many of us to express, and that is kindness. My new job consists of my looking over a lot of data. Before I can accept a call that is coming through, I must read all the necessary information, and then I can press accept to retrieve the call. This past week, I had a tough week because while it is true that one day and any day on a daily basis, many of us encounter rude people. It's never helpful. It doesn't make our life easier, but it happens. And naturally, when someone is unkind to us, well, we want to be unkind to them and tell them off. But... I remember that our calls at work are fully recorded. And sometimes someone is listening because they use these calls for grading us and for teaching purposes. But that's not the only reason we should be kind or I should be kind. I should not forget that our Heavenly Father is always listening to all that we say and knows all that we think before we say it. Whether I'm recorded or not, I'm reminded what His Word tells me and tells you 
about kindness. Every day, we are tempted or ignited by someone else's rudeness or harsh words to possibly, possibly react also unkindly. But you see, our reaction towards what others say or do, well, our reaction must always please God and line up with the fruit of the Spirit. And the one that I'm speaking to you about today, well, it really, really has to do with a lot more than just one, as I mentioned. When we love God, we want to please God. If we want to please God, then we will learn how to be joyous in difficult situations. We will learn to have peace in trials and tribulations. We will learn how to have patience or forbearance and all the rest of the fruit of the Spirit that I spoke to you about. It all stems from the love we have for Christ. And again, I know it's not easy. But my suggestion is, let's start with a key point. Key point number one. It is important that we catch ourselves during those circumstances where we're being pushed against the wall so that we won't also act rudely or be harsh and unkind to others as they are to us. Every day, every day we are tempted. Every day we are ignited by someone's rudeness. Every day we are tempted to react unkindly. But I remind myself that Jesus, that Jesus' acts of kindness towards others was an example that I need to strive and follow every day. And as a follower of Christ, so should you. So what does the Word of God say about kindness? Well, there is so much. But I will just cover just one or two. You can go read that for yourself. Just Google kindness in the Bible. Scriptures on it. Luke 6.31 makes a good key point, which I'm about to say key point number two. Treat others how you want to be treated. Many of us as children have been brought up by our parents to be kind. We're brought up to realize that not always are others going to treat us the way we deserve kindly to be treated, but that we must treat others still in the manner in which we want to be treated. Unfortunately, as we grow older, we start developing different reactions which become more comfortable to us. When we're made to feel uncomfortable due to someone else's unkindness, we might not always act kindly. This is when I believe we develop a me, myself and I attitude or a how dare they, I will tell them mentality. Completely the opposite of what God asks us to do, to be kind. Selfishness is on the rise more and more these days. Many have felt that it, the freedom to exhibit extreme hateful behavior towards others, cyberbullying, breaking up through text, and so much more. Social media has made it easy for this to become the common way of the world and has infiltrated itself, yes, also into the church. How has it made it through the doors of the church, you might ask? Well, we know people will be people, and even those that profess Christianity have brought it into the church. For more on that topic, I'm going to place the link on the description box of this podcast. You'll have to tune in to Adelante with Arlene on YouTube, and you'll be able to hear that take on how unkindness has infiltrated the church. Key point number three, 
Kindness isn't all about outward actions. It's also demonstrated in what we say as well as what we do. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, As a man thinketh, so is he. What we think comes from what's in our heart. And we usually say and do exactly what's in our heart. If we're developing a spirit of kindness deep within our hearts, it will be more easy for us to treat others the way we want to be treated. Now, if you're saying, well, it's not easy, it's not easy. They always want to go out and ruin my day. They, they, they. I hear you. The truth is some people are miserable people and misery likes company. The question is, will you allow yourself to be a part of their company? I learned in my growing up, little by little, as I got into my young adulthood and came to the Lord, yes, and through therapy, I learned, well, I discovered and learned that others' issues do not have to become mine in the sense of being the brunt of their rudeness. My reaction towards them must be one that would please God, and I must pray for them, even the ones that hurt me. And only through God can I keep my peace, or you keep yours. Key point number four, remember that kindness does not mean that we're doormats. Listen to me good. It just shows that we have the power and know better how to react with words when necessary, the way, again, that it would please God. It is only when we seek God for the right words, it's only when we know that our words have power to build or tear down, that we, in reality, can respond kindly. So choose wisely. Question to keep in mind. Have you ever met someone who did not want to be treated kindly? We might all agree that we can use a little bit more kindness in this world to make it a better place. Sounds like a song. Sounds like a song. But what exactly is kindness and where does it come from and what does it do? Well, as I mentioned in the intro, since I base everything upon what The Word of God says, the Bible tells us that kindness is the fruit of the Spirit. How important is it, really? Well, in an article I read, I will put the link on the description box. It says that in a study of 37 cultures around the world, 16,000 subjects were asked about their most desired traits in a mate for both sexes. And the choice? And the choice? Kindness? Yes. Acclaimed psychologist, Julie and Goodman gathered some data on what makes a successful marriage. For decades, she found that kindness was essential to a lasting union. Now, that that does make a lot of sense to me. Mind you, it was only 16,000 subjects that mutually answered the same at the time of this survey. If we were to do a further study now... uh, I just might be surprised, and you, to find out that there are many more people than we thought want to be on the other side of someone's expressing kindness towards them.
especially during these tough times. Yes, yes, yes. The Word of God reminds us in the Bible in Isaiah 63, 7. It says, I will tell of the kindness of the Lord, the deeds for which He is to be praised. According to all the Lord has done for us, yes, the many good things He has done for Israel according to His compassion and many kindnesses. Well, if God was kind to so many that were cruel to Him, so many who didn't believe He is who He said He is, and so many other things that came towards Him, then as a Christian, I need to too strive to be kinder even in the most difficult situations. Now, I just want to take a few minutes to go over why, possibly why, in my research I found some people are unkind. Number one reason, that they're arrogant. They are arrogant. Some people have succeeded in some areas of their lives and they made themselves to believe that rising to the top excelling financially materialistically gives them the right to be unkind to the rest of the world that is either poor or middle class all they care about is making a profit now please keep in mind there are many many generous hearted people that are succeeding who are making great money and they're very generous to a lot of the people in need but I'm just making a point in my research I found that a lot of unkindness toward others whether it comes from a low class middle class or upper class still the unkindness stems from arrogance do you know that we can be arrogant in the situation even though we're not in a good place but we can be holding so have just a, that spirit of I don't know arrogance that we become defensive we become we feel that the whole world is against us and even when somebody offers help we may not want it that's an act of arrogance arrogance number two another reason why people might be unkind is that they feel that they're entitled Sometimes if people accomplish X, Y, or Z and are born with a silver spoon in their mouths, live comfortably or live uncomfortably, also, we might be of a lower class, as the social status has put it, or middle class, as the social status puts it for us, and still be unkind and feel we're entitled. We're entitled because we're entitled, we're entitled, we're entitled. Even if I don't work and I'm lazy and I'm home, I'll, let's say, for instance, somebody like that, they feel they're entitled still. Well, not really. And they become unkind to others. And they believe they need to be accommodated. And they respond unkindly. While it is true, there are a lot of injustices in this world. Absolutely, I understand. And there's a lack of balance in the social classes and in regards to what's made available to some of us in, in a different status than others. Um, absolutely, I suffered with that when I first moved to Florida from New York City and making that transition. There might have been more things in New York that were made available to me in regards to helping us um, get acclimated, whether it was for food or it was some type of assistance temporarily, it was uh, made very difficult for us here in Florida in some areas. 
Um, while in some other states, it might be uh, way too lenient. So as you see, the scales are not always balanced, but many of us in general can be unkind because we believe that we are entitled. Another reason that people might be unkind is that, well, I've know this one way too well. Hurt people hurt others. You heard of that, it may sound cliche, but there is so much truth to that statement. See, when I was young growing up, reacting this way was a part of my defense mechanism. I was so hurt all the time that, as I mentioned to many of you before in another video, that I was verbally abused all my life by my dad, uh, my mom too, and so it was my sister. But um, I love my dad dearly, and he was a great, great, great provider and respectable in many ways in regards to um, the way he respected us as his daughters in a physical manner. He, he, he never even walked around the house without a shirt. Uh, he never even went into our rooms. But I mean, verbally abused us, spoke to us in a manner that, well, made us, was unkind and harsh and, and broke us down. And so growing up, hurt people hurt others. I'm going to share with you on how I was unkind to others. Well, let's start. Living in New York City and in the streets of New York, we show an exterior that doesn't, you know, we don't want to look weak to others. And I know that fear is a big component which displays unkindness towards others. Because many of us want acceptance. Deep inside, we want to feel validated. And many people that are hurt treat others and hurt them because they too have been hurt. Either they've been abused, bullying, verbally, physically, and they go on and treat others how? The way they have been treated. And they have made a choice to be unkind because some of them know no better and some of them don't want to do any better because kindness might seem like a sign of weakness to them because it has never been shown to be a place of having strength. Key point number six. A display of kindness changes the atmosphere and is an action that empowers. Absolutely. And it gives us the victory when someone is trying to break us down. Key point number seven. The more we choose kindness, the more it will become our natural reaction. When you take off that old coat that's all corrupted and got a whole bunch of old, little holes in it, mm-hmm, we put on a new coat a day at a time and we walk in this newness and renewing of the mind that can only come through the word of God and by the power of his Holy Spirit. So let me ask you a question. I ask you again, what is kindness to you? What does it mean? Well, to me, it begins with being tenderhearted. And the Bible tells us that. My song, as many of you knew, that I recorded in 1984 with the group Leather and Lace before I came to Christ, freestyle music, is entitled Tender Heart. Tender Heart was written on the stoop of my mom's house. It was written about me by my friend as we sat and we spoke. There's a part of the song that says, this tender heart almost brought me down, but I came around. Well, that's all right. I did later on in life with Christ Jesus through it all knowing and understanding that he had seen me through it all and still does. But there was a part of the psalm that said, this tender heart has turned to stone and now we are all alone. 
I just can't find myself singing that part of the song anymore. It bothers me when I hear it. Because the Lord never wanted us to be alone. He never wants us to be alone. When we're hurting. Actually, I found in the Word of God in Ezekiel, book of Ezekiel, in a translation where it says that God will take that heart of stone and make it tender-hearted. Some translation says make it flesh. He will make it moldable. He will make it gentle. He will make it sensitive again. And now I understand that doesn't mean weakness. It actually is empowering when you allow your heart to be in the hands of God. You see, because I, I had a heart of stone because deep inside I... I knew I was a caring and tender-hearted towards others, but I had experienced so much hurt and unkindness from others that I allowed my heart to turn to stone. And still, you might be asking yourself this question, why, why, why? I don't really want to do this. I'll find the way I am and I'm going to treat others the way they treat me. Well, If you love God, first and foremost, and if you don't, I pray that you come to the saving grace and knowledge of him because only God can heal you or me from any hurt and pain. And only God can see us through a day at a time and give us the strength and empower us by the power of the Holy Spirit to live this life and live it abundantly. So why? Why do I need to be kind? Well, Colossians 1.10 says, So that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. I want to increase in the knowledge of God, do you? Now let me give you another reason why people are unkind. Number four, selfishness. Selfishness, I brought this up before, is on the rise. And extreme behaviors are making people think that they can and they have the right to deliberately hurt another with their words. And again, social media has made a platform for trolls to exist. But in everything we do, we need to still practice kindness. The best example of true kindness is the way Jesus treated others. There were so many that were outcasts, so many that were not treated well by others. That included the sick the leper, the woman with the issue of blood. See, Jesus didn't just pray for them, which is what we must do, but Jesus healed them and he fed them. Now, while we can't heal people, our words can bring healing to a person if they are filled with the love of Christ. In Matthew 25, verses 34 to 40, the word of God says, Then the king will say to those in the right, Come, my father has blessed you. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you took me in your home. I needed clothes and you gave me something to wear. I was sick and you took care of me. Whoever is kind to the poor lends lends to the Lord and he will reward them for what they have done. God wants you to take your blessings, the blessings you've received, and share them with others. Others you encounter, especially those who are in need. Now, I'm not saying go and bring the homeless home. There are many organizations that you can volunteer or even bring food for someone, a neighbor, leave it, lock at their door, let them know you put it there for them. Uh, You know, I, I, I know that there's wisdom with this, but there are so many ways that we can express kindness, even with legit 
um, nonprofit organizations that are in need of donations and need of monetary donations as well as the material things that would be necessary for those that are in need. So don't forget, please, that the Word of God says, Ephesians 4.32, to be kind to one another, compassionate, forgiving one another, just as God has forgiven you in the Messiah. And then in Colossians 3.12, it says, as holy people whom God has chosen in love, be sympathetic, be kind, humble, gentle, and patient. In closing, I am never going to say that that is easy, being kind. Nor am I ever going to say that we are not and I am not a work in progress because we are. But I am going to say that it is important that we choose wisely. Do you want to please God or do you want to please yourself? Because there is so much that we can reap from walking a day at a time in kindness and love as God would have us to. Recently, I saw a comedy, and in this movie, this woman had been bullied as a child, and she looked different, and therefore, she was treated differently and harshly. So she grew, she grew up to be an evil villain character in this comedic version of something that was pretty profound in truth in many people's lives. We look different, we are different, we talk different. And as a result... Towards the end of the movie, when the people that she was looking to hurt and to destroy, the whole population really in this case, expressed, one woman expressed love, tenderness, and kindness towards her and confronted her with courage, but with words of love. The words of love and kindness broke the woman down and said, yes, I do want a friend. And then everyone started saying, I'll be your friend, I'll be your friend, I'll be your friend. Now, mind you, this woman was already an adult. She was still having that hurt from childhood. Broke her down. And she said, I don't want to feel these emotions. I don't want to feel these emotions. But those beautiful, warm emotions, words of kindness broke her down. And now she had experienced for the first time, kindness stemmed from unconditional love and forgiveness. Great end to a movie that was funny and sometimes silly, but yet had a real potent message. So, I hope that anything I said today has given you food for thought, and as I say sometimes, even made you uncomfortable. Uncomfortable enough to want to change or check yourself and see if it lines up with what God wants for you and for I. Again, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ and you are experiencing so much hurt and have gone through so much in life, or maybe you haven't gone through so much that you know of, but still are unkind, know this, that only if you give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ and surrender your life to him, can you really truly live your life abundantly. Don't cheat yourself of an abundant life. Abundant life does not mean having excessive money. It means so much more. God will meet your needs according to his riches and glory. God knows exactly where you're at today. He knows where I'm at today. He knows what we need. He knows what we need. And just like any parent will withhold something to the right timing, the right timing, the right preparation, when we're prepared to receive certain blessings in our lives, the larger picture, 
So God has to hold his hand at times so that he can prepare us and the ground so that we can not allow our blessings to fall on stony ground, but that instead they will flourish as he wants us to flourish. So today I encourage you to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ because he is the answer. And in him and through him only can we love, be kind, be gentle, be express joy, and all the rest of the fruit of the Spirit as I mentioned in Galatians. Please check out my videos on Adelante with Arlene and consider subscribing and join my community there. A lot of the videos might have the same titles, but I take a different direction. I elaborate more on the videos and more testimonies. So don't forget, subscribe to my YouTube. If you have not supported this podcast in any monetary way and you'd like to, please click on to the donate button. There is a donation button there and a support button and you click on and donate any monetary amount that you can. It would help me with this ministry and the videos that I put up on YouTube and getting more equipment. I thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. I hope and pray that you will start walking in kindness for it not only changes the way you might feel good after expressing kindness, but it also will change a world in need, a day, a person, a second at a time. So as I say at the end of every podcast and every video, sigue adelante. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Adelante with Arlene.